Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. These podcasts are brought to you in part by our sponsors, who really truly are what make these podcasts possible every week. O'Fallon Nutrition is a company that I've worked with for over 15 years. They're independently owned and operated, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri, right off of Highway K and Mexico Road. I call this place the Whole Foods of St. Charles County, but even if you are not located on this side of the river, it is still worth the drive. I can remember working all the way down at Powerhouse and still sending people out to O'Fallon Nutrition for their supplements. They are more than a supplement company. You can get grass-fed beef, salad dressing, seasoning for your cooking, uh, hair care products, makeup, uh, deodorant, toothpaste, uh, essential oils, and all the vitamins and minerals that you can think of. If you're looking for clean, whole food nutrition, as well as home care, house care, skin care products, O'Fallon Nutrition is your place. You can take a look at them at O'FallonNutrition.com. Or if you'd like to have something shipped, if you're listening to me from outside of St. Louis, you can certainly have items shipped. I know they do free shipping if it's an order over $50. And the phone number is 636-240-5283. Again, it's O'FallonNutrition.com. As well as if um, preparing your food on a weekly basis is your primary excuse for why you're not able to stay on a good clean eating program, which is something that I hear very regularly from my clients, I would ask you to please take the time to check out Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com. They are a phenomenal place. We get our food from there during the week. They deliver to our integrity location. They will deliver to your house. Uh, They also uh, are just available for pickup. You can go to their Chesterfield location or their Kirkwood location and just pick up meals for the day as well as um, just having them delivered right to your door. So if preparing your food is your main excuse for why you cannot stay on a healthy eating program, then I would suggest just stop by Pure Plates. Just try it. If you're trying to lower your blood pressure, you're trying to lower your cholesterol, you're trying to get your blood sugar down, try to do Pure Plates meals for a week and just see how different you feel. These are organic meals. They are gluten-free. If you need them to be, they can be dairy-free. They are soy-free. You're not taking any processed sugars or meat curing agents or preservatives. They really truly believe in nutrient dense meals that are just whole food nutrition. And I've had my clients or I've made recommendations for my clients for years at Pure Plates. It's pureplatesstl.com or you can call them to ask questions at 636-778-3555. Again, remembering that they have a location in Chesterfield as well as in Kirkwood that you can just run by and pick up a meal today. Everyone always asks me where I get my meat from, and given that I really eat meat on a daily basis, um, typically beef primarily, uh, my meat is very important to me. I have an autoimmune condition, and I want grain-free, corn-free meat, and I just haven't found the confidence in stores in knowing that I'm getting 100% grass-fed, grass-finished beef. And I have searched and searched and searched for the right farm, and I have found the farm. It's fedfromthefarm.com, fed, F-E-D, from the farm.com. These 
farmers are amazing. It's a it's it's a family. They're they're here in Missouri and they have the desire just like I do to see people well and to see people healthy and they put a lot into what they do. It's such a wonderful family to support. They do uh, offer 100% grass finished, grass fed, meaning that's it. Uh, a beef and I get my ribeyes, I get uh, you know my ground beef, my ground sirloin, I get my chuck roast. I mean, they basically have everything. They even have awesome jerky, but they also have eggs. They have chickens and they have turkey. I'm planning on getting a turkey uh, for Thanksgiving. And if you'd like lamb, they have that as well. Uh, But if you are in need of good quality grass-fed, grass-finished beef or quality eggs, chicken, turkey, uh, don't don't just settle for what you're getting at the local store. to go out on the internet and check out Fed from the Farm, uh, that you can arrange a pickup or you can have it delivered to your for, for to your home, and I can guarantee you you're going to taste the difference. Uh, for me, it my health actually depends on it, so I really thank God to have found such a great farmer. FedFromTheFarm.com. I hope it blesses you. Welcome to Faith, Fuel, and Fitness, the Integrity Way, with your hosts, John and Debbie Morris from Integrity Training Systems. Good afternoon, everybody. This is John and Debbie Morris. Thanks for listening to us again. We're going to talk a lot today about uh, emotions, intentions, and um, doing everything to uh, that you can to be positively intentional about your health. And uh, that that also goes to talk about doing what you can do to um, promote a positive environment around you uh, for yourself, really, but also for others. You know, I always tell people you shouldn't do anything that you do for someone else. You should do it for you, but the benefit should also bleed into other people. And so this first segment, I want to talk a little bit about a positive environment. You know, if you go in with a positive mindset to anything that you're going to do, your likelihood of success is far greater. You know, and I know this is kind of one of those cheesy topics where everyone's like, oh gosh, here we go. Okay, motivational talk 101. The mind is more powerful than the body, blah, blah, blah. But there's validity in that. And the validity is that if you tell yourself you're going to fail or that something's going to be too hard or that you can't do it, you're absolutely right. And I'm going to do one of the, you know, cliche comments here. It's like he who says he can and he who says he can't are both usually right. And I'm going to give you an example. I always like to use myself as an example because, well, I mess up a lot. So it's it's easy for me to use myself to explain what you should do. And one example that I'm going to give you is I'm going to, I'm going to tell you that I uh, here recently have had a injury Uh, to my foot. And prior to the injury that I accrued, I I put myself into a position where I was ready to start working out again. I haven't been doing a lot of fitness training because going into the end of this year, I had, or I'm sorry, the end of last year, I'd been training primarily jujitsu. I was using it from a competition perspective to prepare for competition, but I was also using it for my fitness regimen. So I had decided while we were on a trip, Debbie and I were in uh, Florida on vacation, that when we got back from vacation, which would have been the end of February, 
I was getting back into an athleticism bodybuilder style routine. We got back. We'd been in the car for 12 hours. It was a long drive. My body was tight. I was in pain just getting out of the car anyway because I'm 36 going on 90. Had a lot of injuries. I'm wearing Hey Dude shoes, uh, which don't have a ton of support to them. And as we're moving luggage into the house, my dog, who is a three-year-old Great Pyrenees that is a machine, decides that he would like to go for a run by himself up the street. I give chase. I caught him, which I was proud of myself for, but I tore all of the ligaments in my left heel. And so in rehabbing that and trying to avoid surgery and wearing a boot and waiting uh, basically the past five to six weeks, I haven't allowed myself to do any of these workouts that I wrote for myself. I had convinced myself that I needed to heal. I had convinced myself that doing anything would actually be negative. It would just hurt me. It would just harm me. And that if I were to start anything too, too early, that it was, it was, it wasn't going to be okay. It wasn't going to be a positive situation. Here's the problem with that. Uh, that's loosely based in truth. And Debbie, I'm going to have you talk a little bit about this. The, the truth, the truth that that's based upon is we speak nonstop about rest and recovery, you know, not overdoing it, not engaging in something that could result in injury. But the problem is it went from being something that I actually really needed to do to something that I was using as an excuse. And Am I capable of doing the same weight with an injured foot as I am capable of doing without? No. I mean, shoulder presses, lat pulldowns, seated rows, these are all going to require pressure for stability through my heels, but the reality is I can use less weight. And I was starting to tell myself this agenda that says, well, if I use less weight, it's not even worth it. So I might as well wait. And I got caught up in something that I want you to talk a little bit about, Debbie, which is I'll start Monday. I want to talk a little bit about the whole concept of, you know, it's not going to work out for me. I already blew this. So I'm going to go ahead and start Monday. Yeah. Why put off until tomorrow, what you could get done today. Right. You know, that's the only problem is it, you can start right now. Right. You know, you could go home and do something. Yeah. You know, on the way home, we could drive by our gym. Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, you could get some curls in. You could get some tricep extensions. Right. I need to run up there anyways to do something. Stop. So you could get something in. I'm not working out. I'm lazy. There's tired. Go out. (laughs) I mean, go out in the parking lot and do (laughs) push-ups. I thought you were going to tell me to do them right here. I'm like, dang it. I'm going to be out of breath for the next segment. Exactly. Uh, but at the end of the day, we all could do something. I right. have so many people that sit in my office and say, but I have three kids and then I have a husband and I have a full-time job and I have this and I have that. And I'm like, gosh, I I completely can relate and I still find a way to work out. Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty nuts. I have two companies uh, and I don't take a day off other than Sunday, but I mean, I still kind of work. This is why know? this is why I wanted to throw this ball at you. And it's a little bit of a wild ball here because I didn't tell Debbie that we were going to talk about this in this segment. But I wanted to have you speak on that because I've watched you um, in between applying uh, makeup to yourself in the bathroom and taking a shower do curls. Right. Yeah. I, I even created a YouTube video because I. I personally got so tired of people telling me that they didn't have time to work out. Yes. So I created a YouTube video. If you go out on YouTube and you type in Debbie Portell, P-O-R-T-E-L-L Morris, 
um, and you type in, you know, workout, just Debbie Portel workout, you'll see a video. I mean, there's multiple videos, but you'll see a video that says, yes, you do have time to work out. Right. And the whole video is what I was doing during a season of my life where I truly didn't have time to work out. And I had dumbbells sitting in our master bath and I had dumbbells sitting in our kitchen along with a band that uh, attached to the center of my thigh. And I would, I would run my bath. And as I was running my bath, I would do hammer curls, dumbbell reverse curl, side raises, overhead shoulder press, and overhead tricep extension. And I would do 20 squats, 20 deadlifts with those lightweight dumbbells, uh, and 10 and 10 lunges. And that was all one superset. I didn't rest. I didn't rest. I just did all of it. And then, okay, my bath got ran. Uh, I would literally take off my clothes, get ready to get in the bathtub. I'd do another round. And then I'd get out of the bath, and then I'd do another round, and then I would uh, wash my face and, and, like, put all the stuff in my hair, and I would do another round. I just found a way. You know, and here's the thing. Is that as effective as a two-hour killer workout in the gym? No, of course it's not. It's not going to have the same effectiveness. But you know what it is more effective than is doing nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because you're in a season of your life that you're not capable of doing a two-hour workout. I'll tell you, you can go back to my Instagram. I did that workout almost all year last year. Yeah. And if you look at me in a swimsuit, I don't think you'll really be able to tell the difference. Well, I just kept myself tight. You know, right. now we went to the gym on Saturday and Sunday. Right. And I did my lap pull downs and my rows and, right. and, and you know, the leg press and, and stuff. But during the week, I was able to keep it tight. You know, I, I guess my point is, you know, with seasons of life and, and everything like I opened with talking about the energy that you bring to the table for a day, positive or negative, you know, you could sit there and say in this season of your life, you can't do 20 hours of workouts a week. So you're just not going to do it right? because you can't do it how you used to do it. I, I, I can't, I'm going to quit or whatever. I don't have time for it. And may, and, and that when that day comes back around, I'll get back to it. But the problem is that day might not come back around. Right. You know, I, I always talk to people, new, new clients I bring on. I've been a really big dude. You know, I've been a big guy. I've been really strong, more muscular, different size than I am. And, and to, the pe- to the point that we were joking about it in the gym the other day with some of the trainers talking about how I used to be buff, you know. And what's funny about that is, like, I could choose to get upset about that and be like, oh, you know, I'm never going to get back to that season. Or I can recognize, like, man, thank God I can actually still move around and I'm still able to get in what I do get in and I'm still able to do jujitsu and I'm still able to actually exercise and I can have that positivity. And I kind of caught myself, and that's why I wanted to talk about this in this segment, because I kind of caught myself reeling into that, you know, kind of getting into that situation where I'm, I'm looking around and I'm saying, well, I guess I better, you know, uh, not work out because I could get hurt again. Well, luckily they have us uh, to, to help them with that. You know, that's what we do as personal trainers. Uh, it, for more information on working with a personal trainer and, and having someone create a pattern of discipline with you so that you can make this a habit, uh, you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com to uh, give us a call for a free personal fitness assessment at 636-299-2208 or for information on a six-month nutrition program with myself, or to get signed up for our online nutrition master's class that starts April the 23rd uh, with awesome weekly meetings that 
you know, discuss cooking, we really discuss cool. exercise, we discuss discipline and spirit, we discuss detailed nutrition curriculum. It's a fantastic program, and again, it's live messages every week, or you can uh, also just watch videos uh, on your own time or listen to podcasts. For more information, take a look at us at integritytrainingsystems.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're talking about uh, some emotions here, some intentions here, and just energy, positive and negative energy and outlook. Uh, things that are commonly spoke of, I feel like, in the, the motivational world, but maybe not enough time spent on from a realism perspective. And uh, when you think about things negatively and you create a situation where you're not capable of achieving something, you probably will never achieve it. You know, and it's interesting to hear people talk about what they're going to do. You know, and again, I love these these sayings where it's like, you know, um, you, in six months, you're either going to talk about what you're planning on doing or in six months, you're going to talk about what you started six months ago. You know, and, and that type of energy, that type of forward movement is going to be what creates change in your life. And we find so many people in our line of work that come to us and they've been spinning their wheels for months or even years because that's what they do. You know, they tell themselves they can't do it right now. They don't have the time or they tell themselves that, you know, until until I get to a place where I know that I can work out two hours a day, five days a week and I'm going to be 100 percent on my food. It's not even worth it's not even worth starting the fitness journey. It's like, okay, well, you're probably never going to get there unless you just lose your job and win the lottery. Right. So you've got money to provide for you and nothing but free time. You're never going to get there. You have to you have to start, you know, and that might be one workout a week. That might be workouts between your bath time, like we're talking about. That might be um taking out refined sugar out of your diet. You know, it doesn't mean you have to go to chicken and green beans 3 times a day, 5 days a week and get an hour workout in every day. You know, and the thing is, you know, if you find yourself in this loop, talk to somebody, you know, even if it's not us, find yourself someone that has the same mindset, a like-minded person who will help you change, but give you the drive to show up because their energy, it, it can manifest in you. And that's what I really want to talk about today is where is your energy manifesting and what are you manifesting? Are you creating positivity in yourself and in someone else? Or are you dampening their positivity with your seething negativity? If you walk into a room and the room lowers because of your presence, is that what you actually want to be doing? Is that the type of um, energy you're trying to create? Is that what you're trying to relay? You You want to come into a room and basically tell people that life is too hard and all of the different things you have going on that you can't handle and how stressed and overwhelmed you are. Cause I'm here to tell you, if you think any of the people you are telling aren't just as stressed and overwhelmed as you are, you're wrong. And if you think, Oh, well my stress and overwhelmness is way worse than theirs. You're wrong. 
you might actually be dealing with something worse, but they only know what they know for where they are. So yeah, you might be like, well, today, I, I you always use this as an example. I had a situation with a person when I was in law enforcement uh, where I got bit by a dog and uh, got shot at. And in that scenario, I ended up in a, uh, a, a wrap on my arm where I was bit. And then I had a person that I was speaking to and they were complaining to me about their job. And they were complaining about something that was going on with their manager and just a situation that they had had and how they were irritated. And, you know, if I put myself empathetically in their shoes, I can 100% see where their irritation was coming from. But I'm sitting there with a bite wound in a cast, basically, and the person hasn't even noticed it. It's all, it's all perspective. You know, they, they were so caught up in how overwhelmed they were, they didn't even have the time to, to look at my issue, you know, and I could choose to get mad about that, or I could just recognize, look, we all got our stuff. And so if you're going to walk around spewing your stuff and being negative, like not only are you going to bring other people down, but you're not going to be able to progress yourself. And you really need to stop and think about how can I start thinking about where I am and not spinning my wheels to get to where I want to go? Because a comfort zone is a place and you can't go somewhere else and stay in the same place. So you're going to have to leave your comfort zone to go where you want to go. And whether that be fitness, whether that be a career shift, whether that be a promotion, whether that be a relationship status, and I don't just mean on social media, you know, it's like that, that kind of thing is going to require some actual work and some, some thought and some positivity. You know, positivity is a powerful thing, and so is negativity. And in the next segment, what I want to talk about is we're going to actually talk about intent, positive and negative intent, and why you use intent and the power behind that as well. But I guess the point I'm trying to get across here, Debbie, is you can actually use the power of positivity to get stuff done. And I watch you do that every day. You know, you are one of the busiest people I know, and you wake up every day and you remain positive amidst listening to literally everybody else's problems. I mean, for one, you do it for a living. You know, you listen to people's problems with their food and why they can't do the tasks that they need to do to get healthy. You listen to employees with what they have going on because you manage our our employees. But then you also have people, we just talked about this on the way here, when people come up and talk to me, they want to come up and talk to me and then we somehow become like buddies. I got all these bros, but when they come up and talk to you, they're looking for some type of assistance and then they tell you how terrible their life is. It's like you were just put on this earth to help people. But the reality is like you could choose to listen to how negative things are for them and give up, but you don't do that, you know, and, and what is it that drives you to stay that positive? And, and what could you tell people is the reason you do that? Uh, Jesus. Right. Right. Yeah, he's my only reason really, to be honest with you. A lot of people walk around pretty sour. And I guess in my mind, I just don't really see how that glorifies God. So every day I just do my level best to glorify him and all that I do. He's just the reason why I'm, I'm still alive. I almost died. Right. You know, all, uh, 20 years ago. And That's so what I mean though. People, it's like, people don't even know that I'm still alive. And so each day that I, I get to live, I feel like it's a gift, even right. though it's been 20 years. So I walk around and, you know, I run a bakery and run a gym and I do nutrition and, you know, I go a lot of different places and talk to a lot of different people. I see a lot of murmuring. I see a lot of complaining. I, I know a lot of people have a lot of stuff that they're dealing with, but um, 
you know, it, it's just choice. It's a choice to wake up every day and live a defeated life or, um, I mean, not, you know, to to accept that uh, consequences are going to come from our actions and our choices. And if we walk around with our, our head in the clouds, like, hey, life is good. God is good. God is faithful, even in the bad times. And we have our we have the sunshine no matter what the day is like. That's probably how what we're going to manifest for our life. But if we walk around like we're basically sucking on a lemon every day of our life, um, you know, that's what that's what we're going to get. We're going to end up getting a, a tough life. And I, I guess from a nutrition consulting standpoint, that's just kind of what I've always tried to empower people, how I've tried to empower people to think. Right. You know, that you reap what you sow. And so let's try to sow some amazing seeds, you right. know, of discipline and of faith. Positivity. And, and positivity and hope. Uh, that is what I do with my six-month nutrition program. When I'm talking about this master's program, uh, I do have a segment that's dedicated just to discipline and spirit. And it is sincerely what we do. We it's sit, a group. We sit into, yeah, it's a, it's a group where you actually, have a, yeah, you actually have a family of people, a community of people that are doing the same thing that you're doing that you have online and post recipes. We do all sorts of things with it. But that next group starts on the 23rd. I hope you guys will look it up and that you'll decide to join. Uh, for more information on nutrition or personal training with Integrity Training Systems, you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com or call us at 636-299-2208. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking about intention this segment. We've been talking a lot about energy, positive and negative, and how that can affect people, including yourself, which is obviously the most important thing that you can do because you're only as good for others as you are for yourself. And if you mistreat yourself and remain negative, then you can't end up helping anybody anyway. You know, there's a, uh, I just, you know, when you're, as you're going into intent and, and, and with what we just ended with at that last segment, there's an incredible book. It's called The Four Agreements. I just want to close that last segment off, you know, with those questions you asked me. Um, the Four Agreements says don't take anything personal. That's that's one agreement. Right. Don't make assumptions. Right. That's another agreement. Uh, always do your best. Yes. You know, and 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 be uh, meticulous with your word. So basically, you know, you 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 always have a good word. You know, right. meaning you're. You're, you're always honest. You're always honest. But let's just look at those first two things. You know, don't make assumptions right. and don't take anything personally. So when I give you factual information and I say, this is what happened, or um, this is the problem that we're having, or this is the situation, you can choose to take it personally. And that's what people do. Yeah. They create false realities all day long. They make assumptions you know, based off of a reality that doesn't even exist. And I just think I learned many, many years ago with that book, with the Bible, uh, with different sermons, I just learned that I can't spend my days doing that. I can't spend my days trying to figure out, does that person like me? Did that person mean that when they said that? Was that, was that because I didn't do a good enough job on that? Was that because I didn't do that? I don't have that kind of time anymore. So I'll just come right out and say, do you mean this or do you mean that? Right. I'm not afraid to just be candid and just say, what do you actually mean right now? 
Right. Are your feelings hurt because of what I just said? Or are your feelings hurt because you're upset about something else? Well, like I just try to get to the bottom of it right away. Nine times out of 10, if someone's reading into something, it's a projection of what they're dealing with anyway. True. You yeah, know, that's I, the thing. But I, the problem is, is people carry those intentions into their entire day. Yes. It infects it, it infects everyone around them. Yes. And I'm not saying it impacts. I'm saying it infects yes. everyone around them, their coworkers, their family, uh, their kids, their anyone that they encounter, the person at the checkout, you know. So I just wanted to close that that last segment. No, back I, and just I, say I think that's great because those were great. That's what I know, actually want to talk on with intention in the the beginning here, and then I want to talk a little bit about uh, fitness intention in the back end. But just life applicable intention is, you know, I feel like I should become a psychiatrist and go through the schooling and get a degree just to help me. I've seen enough psychiatrist, psychologist, and counselors because I'm a host of issues. I've had one person tell me I'm bipolar. I don't know if I identify as that, but I've got some issues, right? And one thing that a counselor told me at one point that really hit home for me and I try to like relate back to on a regular basis is sometimes during conversation, and in fact, most times during conversation, there is a relay of information that actually doesn't even have an intention. So to the to the point that you gave, the example you gave where you say something needs to be done or handled a certain way or can we do this moving forward, that is a statement or a relay of information that actually doesn't even have an intent. It's It, it has zero intent, okay? Now, coming through a text message or even in person, if someone goes to judge that for intention, They look for, is this a positive or a negatively intended comment? And they're in a position where they feel bad or they feel negative about what's occurring. How are they going to read it? They've got a negative lens on. They're going to read it negatively because they're going to say, okay, well, she just told me that and I feel like I messed that up. So I, this must be a negative situation. And the problem is, is where are people, where are their, where's their foundation? What are they rooted in? Right. You know, and this is where the health and the fitness never really takes root. Correct. Like they don't actually gain any depth to the the situation. It's always so surface. It's like, oh, I'm on a quick weight loss thing and I'm on this and I'm going to start uh, Orange Theory and I'm going to start CrossFit and I'm going to start this. And then it's like it all just trails off because there is no actual root or no depth to it. And what you have to determine is, is when someone's hopping from surface issue to surface issue to surface issue to surface issue, offense, 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 All it's doing is it's weapons of mass distraction from the enemy to try to keep you from actually doing what God's called you to truly do with your life. You're hopping from one offense to the next, and it's like fence, defense, 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 and you're never actually getting anything done with your life. It's this emotion, that emotion, this emotion, that emotion, and where is your foundation? It's not there. You you don't even really know what you're living for. Right. You know, you don't have, I guess the only reason I've been able to do what I've been able to do for as long as I've been able to do it is because of Jesus. That's what I'm living for. Right. I wake up for him. I don't want to offend people because of him. If I do offend people, then I got to check myself and say, God, are you in this with me? You'll tell me if I've offended them. You'll tell me if I was disrespectful to them and I will humble myself and speak, right? Right. But if he's not my, he's, he's not my foundation, if he's not my root, 
then what happens? Then I'm thinking out of my flesh, right? Right, And then I'm speaking out of my flesh and I'm offended out of my flesh. And then guess what? First thing that comes up, it throws me off. It throws me off of everything. And then I go off my diet. Then I go off my exercise plan because I'm just so sad. I'm so mad. I'm so whatever. I don't, I don't even want to work out anymore because I, I got to sit down and eat a whole bag of M&Ms. Well, and that's where you I'm start. I'm not saying I, I can't do any of that, but yeah, I'm just no, saying you don't do like any of what it. a person would hypothetical. do. But what a person that's, do, right? That's because people start, they, they rely too heavily on motivation mm-hmm. and the motivation is fleeting. The foundation is actually the discipline and the discipline comes from discernment and discernment actually comes from acknowledging and recognizing what I was just saying. It's information. You know, if someone's speaking to you and they're they're just telling you something and you're trying to find out if it's positive or negative and you can't find the positive, you're going to read it negatively. Sometimes you just got to say, this is just info. And if if you don't do that, you're going to determine the way the rest of your day looks and you're going to set yourself up for failure. And so, set everyone around you so, stay up for failure because so, you're going to infect them. Correct. And so it, the same thing actually happens in fitness and exercise. People go in and they think, okay, I'm going to lose this quick 30 pounds, the fleeting motivational situation, or I've got a wedding coming up, or I've got a this situation coming up, or man, it's almost beach and, and swimwear time. And I'm not saying these aren't okay goals to have. So hear me out here. I'm not saying that short-term goals are bad. What I'm saying is, what is the long-term goal? You, it's okay to attack the surface, but like Debbie said, you have to build the root as well. So like, what happens after the baby shower? What happens after the wedding? What happens when the snow comes back because it's not the summer anymore, okay? And then all of a sudden, you're back in that negative situation thinking about how you don't have time anymore until the next event rolls around. The roller coaster is hard on your body. And so you have to tackle what you do with intention. You have to say, okay, I'm not doing this cardio to lose you know, X amount of pounds and then potentially put it back on right after that. You're not saying that, right? You're not saying I'm going to do cardio so I can lose 20 pounds. And then on June 7th, I'm going to start putting that 20 pounds back on. You're not doing that. You're saying I'm trying to lose 20 pounds. But if you don't think about what comes after that, if you don't have intent beyond that point, that's what you're going to do. You're going to put that weight back on. And, you know, I think the reason like this isn't a psychology show, you know, this is a, a fitness and wellness and nutrition show. Uh, but the reason we're talking about this at this level is because literally this is why people are der- derailed yes. every single day. It's what we do. They go to work and someone makes them mad and poof. I mean, they just throw it all away. Right. And I'm going to tell you it's or, an, or something bad happens to them, you know, and it's it's a legit thing that happens it's an to addiction. them. It's Food. a good, but it's like a bad thing. They've had a real legitimate bad thing happen, but like. They just throw it all away. Well, that's the thing about the food, thing. though, is you look at food, you look at sugar, you look at drinks, you look at any of this stuff, and our society is designed and 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 stated that it is okay to have these things if you have a bad day. Okay, I had a bad day, so I deserve to have something like this. You had a great day. You got a promotion, so you ought to celebrate it and, right. and have the exact same things that you have then. You had an okay day, but you you missed lunch or you had something you shouldn't have had, so you might as well go ahead and, and blow the rest of the day. Or you're just out with some buddies, and they're like, oh, it's just one bite, it's just one drink, and then you're almost looked at like you've got a third head because you, you aren't having these things. Society has actually promoted this. I mean, it's it's no different than any other drug. 
you know, these things are killing people. And, and the why we're talking about it on a psychological level is people fail less because of the actual physicality. They fail less because of being injured. They fail less because of being hungry. Then they fail because they feel like they're entitled to something that is food or drink oriented, or they're made to feel bad by the peers around them. And that's when you're talking about that energy and that, and that, that poisoning or that infesting, you know, you're infecting somebody, you know, these people, you're not going to hear them say, oh, come on, man, it's just one hit of heroin. I mean, yeah, you're going to hear a drug dealer say that, but your brother isn't going to tell you that your mother isn't going to tell you that, but they might tell you it's just one bite of box cake. You know, and these are the things that trip people up. People get tripped up on the psychology because they lose their intention. They're sitting there now and their their foundation, their intention has shifted from, I have a goal to, I don't want to upset my mom. And then even people's intention is they come, you know, they, they, they're too much of a goal hopper. Well, I have to have a goal to be able to stay focused. Well, then that's your problem. You actually don't have to have a goal to be able to stay focused. You have to have a foundation. Right. And your foundation needs to be rooted in wellness and wanting to feel great and wanting to have a clear mind and wanting right. to be able to have good digestion and not have your joints hurt and make sure your skin isn't itching all the time and make sure you don't have to take an antihistamine every day of your life. That's where your foundation is. Yeah. That's your goal. That's the goal you chase every single day. And if that is what you're rooted in, you're not going to require a, a goal every six months, well, every the, three months. Well, sure, then the goals goal become if you fun. Want to. Then, yeah, the, then yeah. the goals become enjoyable well, you because feel good enough to you do actually them. feel well. So mm-hmm. you get to enjoy the time on the beach. You get to enjoy the bodybuilding show. You get to enjoy the jujitsu competition. Yeah. But if you if you're not feeling well and you're riding the roller coaster of wellness. Yeah, you get there and it's great, but then you blow it and you feel like garbage afterward. And then you feel like you're fighting back from the pit of evil nowhere. You know, it's like, what's the point? Yeah, I think that this is great information. I really do. And I again, I I want to uh, relate it to what we do. I mean, this this is what we do. This is what we help people do. We're so passionate about it. Uh, I I do this through my six-month nutrition program. Of course, I tell you exactly what to eat, too. Um, but I mean, it, there's a lot of this in there, just really helping you to restructure your mind. Our nutrition master's class is awesome. We talk about what to eat. We teach you how to cook it. I mean, we literally have cooking demonstrations in the kitchen. Uh, we talk about exercise, body and movement, and then we talk about discipline and spirit. It's a huge part of it. And that six month class starts April the 23rd. You pay monthly for it, and we we meet live every week. If you can't catch the live online, then uh, you can watch that video anytime that you would like, or you can listen to it as a podcast. But then you have this community of people that are posting right along with you. It's just it's just a phenomenal option for people to be able to get started on getting well. Uh, also, we can offer a free personal fitness assessment on location to come in and meet with the personal trainer. For more information on any of those programs, you can call us at 636-299-2208, or you can take a look at us at IntegrityTrainingSystems.com.
Hey, everybody. We're talking a lot of kind of psychology level here, which Debbie and I are not masters of. We do not have schooling in, but it's just real. We just deal with it on a daily basis. And I, I've joked, I actually had a uh, psychologist that I was going to pretty regularly. And one time I was sitting in his office and I asked him if he needed any extra work, which he doesn't. He's a, an amazing guy and you know, literally booked out for months. But he was kind of looked at me side eyes and I'm like, look, man, I'll hire you. All you got to do is what you do right now, but tell people to lift weights at the same time. You know, and, and it's a joke, but the reality is like life is hard, you know, and so you have to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. The Bible tells you to do that. And yeah, you can relate that to being about faith and, and Christianity, but I believe it means more than that. I think God's literally trying to tell you, surround yourself with people that are headed in the same direction as you. So if you're if you're literally spending every waking minute you have around people that are like wanting to go out and get hammered drunk, it's going to be really hard to not go out and get hammered drunk. And even if you are able to avoid doing it, it's going to be hard to find happiness doing it because you're going to spend every minute of your life feeling like you're fighting resistance just to not do something like that. You know, so, you know, the master's program that Debbie's talking about that we're going to be having online, the beauty about that is you're going to get access to a group of people of these like-minded individuals. It's a breath of the air of people that are looking to accomplish the same thing. And it takes more than one person to build a foundation on a house. So why not use that to build the foundation in your soul as well? These are going to be people that are trying to do the same thing. They're looking to give tips and get tips. And then, you know, Debbie is, of course, they're guiding it. But the reality is if you're not finding yourself spending time around that type of data, whether it's with us or with someone else, and you're spending more time just scrolling news feeds and TikTok and watching videos and then going and grabbing a bag of chips, you're not going to get to the fitness goal you're looking for. You know, and if like Debbie said, you're spending a lot of time and your intention is just goal-based, you're going to find yourself having a lot of off seasons, quote unquote. And I know we talk about our trainer Misty a lot, but I just want to reference her because she's an example that is within our gym, that is an employee that works an incredible amount of hours. And she is a parent of two and she's still a high-level competitor. Well, you don't have to be a high-level competitor. But what's neat about how she does it is she chases the health and wellness first, which is something she learned from Debbie. And then she wins her shows because she presents that health and wellness. And people don't understand what makes her different than other people on the stage, but that's the difference. Other people on the stage are training for the stage and then falling off in between the stage times where she's training to be well and then presenting. It's the same as my jujitsu competitions. I train for wellness and then I compete in jujitsu. And something that gets talked about is my athleticism. Well, I'm not trying to build the athleticism specifically for jujitsu. I'm trying to build the athleticism because it's attached to my wellness. And if you build that wellness foundation, then you're able to actually do some of these things. And you know what? Those things you're looking to do might be walking around the backside of your yard. You know, if you're if you're just un, so unhealthy or so unwell that you're like, I can't relate to this. I'm never going to do a jujitsu, a bodybuilding competition. That's not what it's about. It's it's about actually being able to live. It's about actually being able to accomplish daily tasks, things you do in your life. You know, I did some things in the past couple of days of moving tables and chairs, and people are like, Wow, you know, I can't believe you moved that by yourself. And, you know, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but it's like, man, I'm so, I'm so glad and blessed that I can do that. 
you know, I've got an injury right now and I can do that. But that's because I've built a foundation in wellness. And that's what I think is missing with a lot of people in our industry. You know, they come in and they are fired up and they're ready and they're motivated. But the second that motivation leaves or that goal passes, they get lost. And I, I think we're going to have one of my clients on. Uh, I know she's talked about it, Deb. I know you kind of talked to her about it that has recently completed 75 hard. We're going to try to get her in here in the next couple of weeks or so. But it's a really neat thing because she has actually trained with me. I don't even know how long. How long have I been a trainer? She was my first client. She's continued to train with me and she's done phenomenal, but she's going to tell you she's roller coastered and she's in a different zone now. Like she's realized her health really depends on this thing. And she's put herself in a position where something like 75 hard is almost a showing of how she's doing. Well, Hmm. I mean, she's also actually changed her brain because she's physiologically changed her body because of the food that she's currently eating. Right. She can actually think differently. Yes. You know, she can actually be more motivated. Correct. Well, and that's where you start to see the energy differences from the food. You know, it's like I said, I've got one guy telling me I'm bipolar. I don't know. You know, I don't know what the label means. I don't know. You probably are when you eat those, what are those weird sweet tart things are. They're fine. And an energy drink at the same time. Listen. And Taco Bell. They're not. Taco Bell. Okay, hold on. I have not had Taco Bell in a I haven't no, had Taco I know, Bell in a decade. But all those years ago, that person yeah. told you that like eight years ago. I know, but that's the thing is they're that probably would make right. A person bipolar. You know, because think, because think about this. All that, right? If you have any tor- any sort of sensitivity, all right. You know, all joking aside, Debbie and I sitting here talking about these foods. I if I'm going to eat candy and and drink an energy drink and have something with preservatives in food, especially red dyes, I'm going to tell you right now, I will go crazy. Now. Why my sensitivities on that are so extreme, I don't know. You know, I've had traumatic brain injuries. I've dealt with anxiety and depression my whole life. Like, who knows what in the chemistry causes that? And if you're someone who can eat sweet tarts and Skittles and McDonald's and drink Mountain Dew and feel great and look great, that's great for you. I'm I'm excited for you. I don't buy it. But exactly. But but. I'm not that person. So if you're walking around finding yourself feeling like this and you're consuming these things and you can't figure out and you're taking medications and you're just counterbalancing the the medication for, you know, lack of stronger terminology that you're already bringing into your body through the form of those other chemicals, you're just going to chase circles. You know, like people are getting medicated while they're already medicated. Does that make sense? People are eating things and digesting things that are changing their brain chemistry. And then they're going to their doctors and they're getting medicated for issues based off of where their chemistry is, which is already being thrown off on what they're bringing in. Right. So it's like you have to get to a baseline before you can even properly medicate that. There's no way to even build a foundation. Right. Because you're You're so, you're you're hopping from surface issue to surface issue. You know, and. You never can get to that acute level. Right. And that's one of the. I'm sorry, you're always dealing with what's acute. You never can get to that chronic issue. that's, That's the basis of, you know, Debbie's nutrition program, which is what sold me. When I met Debbie, man, I was drinking. 20 bottles of beer a day. I was drink. I was taking Percocet and Xanax like they were coming out of a Pez dispenser for candy. You know, I was eating candy like it was going out of style. I mean, I had a heart attack. I was 100 pounds overweight, okay? And so the problem is I didn't even have the psychology or the, the, the neurological strength to overcome any of that. It was a real deal because I was so chemically imbalanced and they were looking to medicate me for that. So it's like, what is that state that I'm medicating? 
And I'll, I'll, we're getting close to the end here. I'll tell you this. You know, I can remember coming off of all of that. I detoxed it. I did it wrong. If you're someone that's wrapped up as heavy as I was, get with us. Talk to us. Talk to your medical professionals. Let's work you out of this. I cold turkeyed. I almost died from withdrawals, okay? I remember coming out of the back end of the withdrawals. I walked outside. I looked up at the sky, and I said, wow, that's a pretty cloud. And I, I almost like took a step back because I'm like, first off, I can't remember the last time I looked at the clouds. And second off, I can tell you I've never said one was pretty, never in my life. And so that is a chemical shift. I had gone from not even being able to see clouds to acknowledging the beauty in them. How are you living your life? Are you walking around like that? Do you have a lens of negativity pulled over your eyes? Are you incapable of even seeing how you should have the intent to build the health foundation. And if that's the case, you should really give us a call. You should reach out to us. Debbie's going to talk a little bit about all the programs that we have to offer and how to contact us, but it's serious stuff, guys. This is what we do. And if you don't use us, find somebody. Quit spinning the wheels on your own. For more information on a six-month nutrition program with myself, uh, or for uh, information on the master's online nutrition program, you can take a look at us. At and that's Integrity. a big deal, guys. Check out that master's program. That's really going to change some lives. It's integritytrainingsystems.com. And then there's just a little tab that says online master's program. It starts April the 23rd. You sign up online and you will need to have Facebook. You'll join a, fi- a private Facebook group with it. And we'll have live messages each week. We'll do cooking demonstrations, we'll do exercise, we'll do the detailed uh, nutrition curriculum. We will also go through discipline and spirit discussions. For more information on how to do a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers, you can give us a call at 636-299-2208. Thanks for listening to us, guys. We appreciate your time, and we look forward to hearing from you. God bless you. 